Hi, this is Yellow Van Damme. You listen to Riot Squad Guest. What does Ziggy Schmidt need to do? He needs to right the ship defensively. Van Onholt comes in in the right back spot, which has been a difficult position for the Galaxy this season. And there it is. They got to keep it zero with the back. Such great effect in that goal cup semi-final. Alessandrini trying to thread the needle to the Santos Zardes. Deflection from Roman Torres falls right to Zardes. Goes to hit the shot. Just nothing behind it. Tang into the equation. But Zardes, it, it, it hasn't. It's been so comfortable. Belton's good layoff here. Finds a moment of promise. Alessandrini has time to settle. Zardes, oh, it just popped away from him. The moment slipped away, and then the shot from Jao Pedro doesn't pose too many problems for Stefan Fry. Pedro in the month of August. St. Cross comes in, Boateng the header down, and Fry just able to guard it to safety. Alessandrini. That was disappointing in the end. It shows his frustration on the follow-up, but it's the goalless draw here. The Galaxy at least stopped the bleeding. The five-match losing streak comes to an end. Well, I, thought, I was really happy with the team's effort, you know, what they put out there on the field. And uh, obviously one of the things we talked about was, you know, we didn't want to be bleeding a lot of goals like we have been in the last few games. So I think we, we took care of that. But on the other side of it, I think we also had some chances. You know, good chance. We had some good open shots from guys who hit the ball better normally. We had the header, Zardes' header. We had uh, Boateng's header. That should have been good situations. Uh, so we got to move the ball quicker offensively. got to get our coordination right offensively. But now we at least have the week to work on things. Podcast. My name is Old Dirty E, and I'm joined by. Well, well done, well my done, friend. Well, well done, I'm, indeed. And I'm joined always by my friend, my best friend, my compadre, Chris Zero Cool Tucker. How you doing, sir? I am well. I am high energy. I am good to go. I am on about a pot hey, of coffee. You're getting hyped from that I shit, am, dude. I am like Tyrone Biggums in the Dave Chappelle sketch. I'm oh. just ready to. Oh, just, shimmy and shake, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Oh, God. So how you been, man? What you been up to? Um, Life as a whole, you know, still same as always. Enjoying Long Beach. Babies are comfortable and good. Sonia is getting ready to head back to Portland uh, to visit her dad for the summer. So I'm going to miss my babies. But, uh, you know, Erica and I get to be alone, which is great. Uh, When's the last time you can say that? I mean, their dad was here for three days for spring break. So, I'm I am the involved father. So it's it's you know yeah. Shots fired to a guy who'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'll leave that part there. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about my my kid's dad too much. But uh, but fuck him, right? Uh, you know, look. I I hope the kids. I hope Jonas in particular someday discovers this. So I, I don't want to say all that. But uh, you know, 
I'm looking for. If anything, I'm really looking forward to getting my kids back at the end of summer. Um, but I am looking forward to some time with their mom, where it's just the two of us. Right. So, overall, overall, I'm good. Oh, they can see me wink at you. They can. Hi, Erica. I know you listen. <laughs> what happened? What, what, what with me? What happened with you this week? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Really? Nothing. Uh, nothing big. Oh, okay. Just got an. I just got engaged. You what? know, whatever. Are we have an applause. We have a... I know. There we go. No, just in case Denise listens to this, uh, no, it's a very big deal, and she doesn't listen anyways. Yeah, of course. Um, no, it was great. We uh, spent our fifth anniversary at uh, the House of Mouse for yeah. a couple of days and uh, popped a question on our fifth anniversary on Saturday, so yeah. it was very nice. Where'd you do it in the in the House of Mouse? All right, so original plan was to do it on the Thursday we were staying there. Uh, we got invited to a friend's wedding a couple of weeks ago. Whose wedding? Uh, our friend Colin. Hey, Colin. Hey, Colin. Um, we got invited a couple of weeks ago to their wedding. And so that kind of kiboshed the plan on doing that Thursday because that's when their wedding was. Uh, so then I planned, oh, I'll do it on Friday when the fireworks celebration. And they canceled the fireworks celebration on that Saturday, so I can't do it then. Lucky for you because that's cheesy as hell. Uh, yeah, well, go fuck yourself. How about that? And then on uh, Saturday is our actual <laughs> anniversary. So then I was like, okay, I thought about it. Like, oh, this is a perfect day to do it. Fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, we were walking into the park. Denise mentions that we've never taken a picture in front. Of the entrance, we're like to have like the flower Mickey thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, perfect, because we have our we have our Disney fast our Disney passes. You get like all the photos and shit for free. So, uh, have a photo document of me proposing, and then I get made fun of because of the shirt that I'm wearing, and I get shit on from my friends. Well, instead of congratulating me, they they just shit on me. You looked like your name was Cletus. That was the shirt you wore when you proposed to your girlfriend. Yeah, like in in looking at the photo. It was very clear you were more interested in being comfortable than making sure it was a, like a lasting image. Perhaps we do it again. Look, we, we just take another. We just take another photo. We act like it never happened. Look, what's if up? I can't be me, if I can't be comfortable, what's the point? What, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, what was she? What was she going to say? Should, in that she moment? should love me for me, right? Yeah. Which clearly she does. She does. She, she has to. Shitty shirt point. and all. Like she, really weird tank top shirt and all. Right. <laughs> well, congratulations, my Thank friend. You, all sir, the same. Thank I you. do think you should retake that photo, but. Um, you it's have done. annual passes. Just go in and do it again. Tuxedo, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. With tails on. Oh, fucking penguin tuxedo. And a cumberbund. Oh, fuck. I like how this yeah, is evolving dude. quickly. I gotta have the cane though. You gotta have a cane. Top Big hat. Daddy cane. A top hat that pops out though, like when you go, and then it pops out. <laughs> like fucking penguin. Yeah. I mean, come on. What's oh, up, yeah, man? No, when I got married, that was me. I had a cane, top hat, That's everything. Nice. So you, you need the hookup, man. Fucking bastard. I, I thought I was it, cheesy. Man. How's that not cheesy? How are you not shitting on him right now? <laughs> Because uh, that was at his wedding ceremony. You were going to propose during fireworks. It's a little different. Man, fuck that shit. I mean, I hope you have uh, a top hat and tails. That'd be dope. That would be dope. So I'm, I'm, I or, know. Or or tuxedo from uh, Dumb and Dumber. See, I was hoping you would go like a zoot suit, like the mask. That is true. Bright yellow. Bright yellow. Steve banana. Harvey collection. Banana. <laughs> we fucked up pretty bad today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm not as, as I understand. Just to. to squash some questions that may come up i will not be your best man but i will be if i understand officiating the ceremony that's the plan the plan is to have my boy chris tucker be the officiator or the the master of ceremony what would you call it i will take master of ceremony it sounds i'll like take a... captain because i'm gonna wear that captain's armband from the 05 cup all right cool that's but it's happen i do have that i have i have the captain's armband in my collection from the 05 mls cup final and i'm going to wear that and, and who ceremony. was the captain then we don't have to talk about that yeah exactly we don't have to talk about that that doesn't matter <laughs> That's irrelevant. It's in the past. It's in the we past. We don't bring up the past. Yeah. What's Even important is the now. I'm going to drunkenly officiate your wedding ceremony. 
Let's does call it, it what does, it is. Does it count if you're drunk? I know it doesn't count if one of the like participants. Hey, as long, it, hey if he signs on the line, like that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I hope it counts because I was drunk when I married Tracer and Griselda, but we all were. Yeah. So it's different. So it's a little different. Yeah. I mean, you and Tracer are probably a little bit more than Griselda was. I'm fairly certain Griselda was sober because she is a classy woman, of course. Yeah, of course. But me, Tracer, and his his whole uh, groomsmen, we were all a little twisted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I became a, a, if it's not clear, I got ordained through the Universal, I think it's the Life, Universal Church Life Church or the American Life Church or some, some shit like that. Um, because marriage and religion and government don't really matter especially in california in Cal- so this is how it works in california there they will only ever check your number if there's a reason to contest the marriage so if no one as long as you guys just stay married and and you know you don't fuck up you can just leave it right i love it uh, my brother ben on on our comments says uh you should wear a championship wrestling belt but why is he wearing the belt though because that's the greatest idea I've ever Shouldn't heard. I be the wearing the championship belt? Absolutely not. No. I'm going to wear the IWGP International or Intercontinental Championship. It's white. Shinsuke Nakamura had it, uh, I believe, three times. That's the belt I'm going to wear. It's, gonna, it's now. I'm, now I'm actually Dude, congratulations. And, and, now I'm excited and, for you. Now excited. Excited, my bitch. You can't pull that off. The only Tucker can pull off the armband oh, yeah. and the belt. Oh, yeah. I think at the same time. He's Ooh. about. The I, I guarantee yeah. that Denise is kibosh all that. Here's a re- there's the real poll. <laughs> That's true. Which championship belt should I wear to Ed's uh, wedding ceremony? And it, she can't kibosh it because I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing the belt and I'm gonna have the suit jacket. It'll, buttoned, it'll be your cummerbund. And then in the moment, in the moment she's like, I do. I'm gonna undo the belt. Stone Cold Stunner to Ed. <laughs> raise the raise the belt over my head. My music hits. I assume Ben will be will be the we'll, DJ. Yeah, yeah. My he has, music. He'll, will, be, he'll have the sound drops and everything. My music will hit, and I'll walk the fuck out. Wow. Yeah, I like this plan. I do. I this do plan, like that too. This plan's gonna work. Dude, I actually I love that plan, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna do it like yeah. Taker, where lightning's gonna come from the top and hit my hand, and the screen's gonna. Or not out. like the cane where you fucking raise your hands and fire. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're, we're going to Facebook Live the wedding. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wear Google glasses. Remember those things? Yeah, that's making a comeback, dude. Is it really? Yeah, in like tech industry. We're supposed to be talking about the Anyways, galaxy. Anyways, about the galaxy. Yeah. Kurt Anolfo got fired. Hey. hey. Standards. Uh, be- Standards. Yeah. Before we get into that, um, we got a little bit of Lars news I wanted to bring up. Um, we are piggybacking, piggybacking off of um, the galaxy's Viewing party this Sunday All right. against uh, Portland. Uh, it's going to be here in Long... Or we're not in Long Beach. Uh, it's going to be in Long Beach at the Long Beach Town Center at the El Torito. That's where you have viewing parties if you're the LA Galaxy at El Torito. They just don't get it, do they? Nah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We've tried. We tried. We hey, tried for a got, long you time. Got, you got to hail to the sponsors, right? As long as it's not it's a, not at Sizzler. a Sizzler. It's yeah. not Sizzler. It's not Denny's. Um, I'd, rather, I'd rather go to Denny's. Well, as long as the Dante is working. I don't think he works there anymore. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the game's going to be this Sunday, 1 p.m., uh, and again, it's going to be at the El Torito in Long Beach at the Town Center. That's 7591 Carson Boulevard, Long Beach, California, 90808. It's right off like the 605, so it's freeway accessible. Get there. I probably won't be there because fuck the El Torito and stupid Fasc- ass sponsors. Fascinated with my own image. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to call in for, um, for our live Skype show, I guess, uh, 424-260, what is that? 2822. Um, and then voicemails, it's too late. But, uh, if you want to call in for Skype, uh, 424-260-2822. Uh, yeah. So guys, if we're going to want to call in about anything you want to talk about, you want to talk about, uh, Kurt being fired, Siggy's first game, 
the nil-nil draw against Seattle. If you uh, liked Sorry, performance, thinking about Kirk getting fired, thinking about it still, and all the non-excuses he came up with, yeah, for why he got fired. Um, if you want to talk about um, Yellow possibly leaving, if you want to talk about Cole possibly leaving, uh, call in. What's the number again, Chris? Four two four two six zero two eight two two. Call in. We want to hear your sexy voices yeah. from all you sexy, sexy motherfuckers out there. Except you, Gilbert. Please don't call yeah, in. Yeah, Gilbert, don't call in. Please, please don't call in. Or if you do, just have like a coherent thought that you're coming in with. So don't call in. And, yeah. Well. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let's go. Let's talk about the game. Uh, we got a point at home. Hey, you know what? We didn't lose at home. I'm going to get a little higher in my voice. Can, no. I, can you go? Oh, I yeah. was like, can you go? No, I think that was it. That was it. Uh, yeah. One, one draw. You know, clean sheet. We haven't had one of that in league play since like June third. Clean sheet. Um, we didn't lose. Um, we we got a point. Seattle is not a great team, or they didn't look great in that game for sure. Um, but I'm I'm more okay with a nil nil draw with Ziggy than I was with Kurt because I expected Kurt to know yeah. more about this team. And yeah, I, and I know Ziggy's still getting his. Yeah, Ziggy's been with the team for like. 27 hours so we've, we've buried the lead the first thing we should talk about is ziggy schmidt coming in oh is that what we're doing oh yeah because we didn't have well right. last time we were okay last time we came in jonathan Fine. had just signed Fine. jonah um jonah dos Andos. <laughs> but yes kurt anolfo has been relieved of uh his duties as yeah, head dude. coach of the, <laughs> the the galaxy no surprise i mean i guess i mean it could be a surprise you have now another person who was given like the vote of confidence like no we're good we're gonna stick with you and then a week later we're gonna fucking fire you so Kurt finished uh, six ten and four in his tenure with the Galaxy. So, I mean, that's about average with what you expected from, from him. He Kurt was a Hoffman? guy who lost more often than he won. Uh, his career now he's up. This is this is where he's at career record as a head coach: thirty six fifty one and twenty nine in one hundred and sixteen games coached. He wins just over one every three games. That's the guy that was selected. He was the plan. He was the plan. He was the one that was going to take us into the promised land of uh, getting all the youth players together and getting everyone um, to come back up from USL to make it into MLS. Yeah, and I, I genuinely hope he finds a USL job because I think USL or maybe even NASL is is his level. That's where he, that's where he should be. He was fine as a G two coach. If anything, it, it sucks, and it's part of that risk that he took originally when he turned Chivas USA down and took the Galaxy two job. He was always the long-term successor to Bruce Arena. When Bruce uh, quickly decided to go to U.S. Soccer, Kurt, it was Kurt's time to step up, and and the second team wasn't ready. Kurt wasn't ready. Uh, it's safe to say he he may never quite be ready. I, I could certainly see a team never. I can see teams in MLS not giving him a chance. Now that this is his third bite at the apple, and he's done it with. Kansas City, which was a young team trying to to build and become something, DC United, which was a, a historic you know legacy team, and now the Galaxy. He, two, I mean, he's coached two of the biggest fucking clubs in the league. I it's would say, crazy. I mean, probably the two biggest. The, clubs. I mean, historically the two biggest. Yeah. I mean, Seattle probably now um, is up in that conversation, but historically the two largest clubs in the league have both been coached by Kurt Anolfo, both to failure. What do you do? Like you, if, if you sign him as your coach, much like we admitted months ago, you're accepting the fact that you're likely going to be mediocre at best, or you may be a ninth place in the West team in a year where the West is weak. I don't, I don't see him getting a job in the top flight anymore. Maybe it happens. You know, everyone gets desperate, and it's 
really incestuous here, but it's hard to get a job in these places. You know, some of these coaches sit on their on you know in, in their tenure in a certain spot for a long time. I think he should go. I, you know, he'd be a good fit at like an FC Cincinnati, like a team that has MLS insp- uh, aspirations but may never really make it. I know I would I would I'd be hard pressed to be an FC Cincinnati fan thrilled about Kurt Anolfo, but yeah, no. I think USL is his level. I, I see Kurnofo becoming the new coach of like that uh, Fresno, Fresno FC, FC, whatever that new team is going to come into the league. Frank fucking Yallop is the head coach of Fresno FC. No, no, no. I don't think he's head. I think he's like the technical. Is he in, is just involved? Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw him at the at the announcement. I was like, how the fuck is Frank Yallop back in coaching? How do people not see this? But yeah, Kurnofo. Uh So maybe maybe USL three. Maybe the the new league they're starting up. There's going to be a bunch of new teams. I mean, there will be jobs available. He has experience, good or bad. Now, the question is, do you think Kurt got a fair shake at the job? With all like, oh, you know, there's injuries and, you know. Injuries, him. yes. Injuries, even even with injuries as bad as they were, yes. Because any coach would have to deal with injuries. Ziggy's, Ziggy's in. We could, we could lose 11 players to injury. And Ziggy's going to have to figure out a way to deal with it, period. Or you're going to get fired. Because this is the LA Galaxy, and that's the way the job is supposed to be. It should be the standard, right? Yes. There should be a standard, not the standard of like, oh, you know, we're you know second to last, and 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 it's okay in the West, and it's okay, and it's a, we, we learned, yeah, you know, and, and, and we learn we learn every week. Apparently, part of Anolfo's problem was it was the same non excuses of you know we're going to learn from this. Oh, the guys are tired. Oh, I've got all these injuries. The same bullshit. No, every no, week. He, ne- he never made excuses though. He never made excuses. Did you see the statement Baxter put out? He never, he never made excuses, Tucker. He'll tell you that himself in his non-excuse excuse statement that he made when he got fired. And I quote, sir, <laughs> the first half of the 2017 season was filled with tremendous ad- uh, adversity. Significant injuries to seven key LA Galaxy starters, Sebastian Legette, who, who he then names first and last name in case you don't know who they are. Sebastian Legette, Jermaine Jones, key, Jermaine Jones, Robbie Rogers, well, I mean... Baja Hussidic. Yeah, come on. Rogers was here before he even got fucking hired, dude. Giassi's artist, Brian Rowe, who... I'm I'm going to put this on Baxter, whose name is spelled wrong. Brian Rowe uh, and Daniel Starris all missed a minimum of 10 games each during the first half of the season. In the first three sentences, there are three different excuses. Like, that is... That's that's who he was. And I it, it always sucked that he couldn't cop to that. He couldn't cop to the fact that every time we lost a game, there was an excuse that immediately followed... And the follow-up sentence to that was, we don't make excuses here. As if we're not paying attention to the fact that you just fucking made an excuse. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every fucking week. And every it was time. the same excuse every fucking week. Yeah. If there's injuries, dude, it sucks. Were there more injuries on our team this year than, than seem normal? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. I think the bigger problem was he was brought in to be that connecting piece between the arguably overachieving G2 for his three years there. He was supposed to be that connecting piece to the first team, and the, most of those guys came up, and, and it didn't really work out in his defense and in their defense. It shouldn't have. Yeah, They're, I mean, the whole point was that, oh, well, the kids are going to be good enough. And they weren't. And, and you know, and what sucks is so no matter Yeah, no matter if you have your 11, 7 injuries to your key players, your guys from your USL are supposed to be good enough to— Who you know. Yeah. Who you should know more than anyone in that organization. They're supposed to be good enough to fill in for these guys if they get hurt. But if, you, if he thought, as a head coach— and I'm 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 not trying to go after any players. I, I actually think most of the G two kids have been stepping up lately. But if he thought as a head coach that 
Ariel Lassiter was good enough to be a first-team player going into the season. If he told, and I don't know that he did, but if he told Klein or if he told Vienas going into the season, hey, McBean and Lassiter are good enough to be your number three and number four forward, he was wrong. And he should have known that, knowing them better than anyone else in that organization, which he should by this point. He should have walked into Klein's office. He should have walked into Vianus's office and said, I need more than this. But those those were the guys. Injuries-free, those were the guys going into the season. They were number three and number four. They were never ready. At no point was Lasseter ready for the first team. I mean, we've talked about it. what happens if you get in a pinch where you need a goal. You're, you're, you're entrusting Jack McBean or Jack McInerney or Lasseter were ready. And they at no point were they. No. No, no, no. Um, so we have Scott saying, uh, what do you want from Kurt Anolfo? He did what he could given with the talent at his disposal. If Siggy is such a magician, then why did he not win at home? Why did we not win at home? Sorry. Is Ziggy a magician? Well, I, I I think everyone's expecting him to come in and save the season, but. If if we make the playoffs, he saved the season. But if if Kurt stayed in, I don't think we we would have ended up making the playoffs. Or we would have just barely squeaked in. And I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it is. It's he's been on the team for twenty four hours or whatever. So yeah, we'll see how I mean, I think well, when he coached the first game, he was in for forty eight hours. Yeah, or like so a day and a half. Day and a half. Yes, um, yeah. But he, he had, had like to, one training session. He had to cancel meetings that he had with Sounders players coming in because yeah, he, had he had to get like, to work. Yeah, like uh, he had like coffee dates scheduled with a bunch of the guys. So no, but I mean, Bruce Arena lost his first game with us. He either lost it or drew it. And and let's to be fair, look look at Bruce's first year. We didn't make the playoffs in Bruce's first year. Well, he came in with like six games left in 08. We uh, made no. we made it hey. to MLS Cup the next year. But he, he could have saved the season. Yeah, because he's a magician. He's a magician. No, I, I don't expect I don't expect uh, magic out of Ziggy. I expect him to stabilize the ship. I expect him to get Geo, uh, Jermaine Jones, and hopefully Yellow Van Dom under control. Um, but I, I don't expect him to come in and, and be some miracle worker. I don't even think he's the long term plan. I think he sits in the job for. A year, year and a half, and then we yeah. What is what? What do they have him until like uh, twenty eighteen? The end of twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's a magician. I think his job is to stop the rot, and he is a stop quick stopgap. Yeah. Where you can get Kurt out, you have a, a very a highly competent coach who is the what the record holder for wins in MLS, who lives in your city, the where most, you can start him tomorrow. The most winningest coach yeah. in MLS history. But he was he wasn't even the plan. No. Uh, Bob Bradley was the plan, and and the Galaxy couldn't figure that out. They couldn't get that done for whatever reason. Um, so I don't think he's a magician. I think he is a good second option uh, for replacing Kurt Anolfo. No, no, exactly. Um, and it's, it's you know, I think as Galaxy fans and, and, you know, we know who the real guys behind the scene in making this team this terrible were. Mm-hmm. And, and we still do. Obviously, um, Anolfo is going to be the scapegoat. Like you, you mentioned, he's the, the day he got fired, he's the scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Because who else are you going to fire? Klein's not going to let himself go. Klein's not going to resign. Klein's not going to resign. And Klein's not going to fire Vahenas because they're boys. But that's what happens. Usually a, a general manager will get a couple coaches. We'll get one or two or three coaches. And this is this is Kurt's, or this is Vahenas' first, and he gets to burn that guy. And then if he picked another guy who didn't work out, then maybe you look into moving, removing the GM. And if enough GMs don't work out, then you look into removing the president. But it's easy to remove the coach. And it's it's... Look at the press they got. Look how quickly they stole Bob Bradley's announcement for LAFC. I mean, that that was the true genius of announcing Ziggy Schmidt because LAFC finally did something of substance in announcing a head coach, and the Galaxy stole the press that day with Jonathan Dos Santos twice. With Jonathan Dos Santos and Ziggy Schmidt coming in, the Galaxy entirely took the wind out of LAFC's sails. I mean, and 
I'm assuming it was it was either Hannon or Chris Thomas, you know, one of the the social guys. But I I applaud whoever walked into Klein's office and said, "Today's the day you got to do it." Like today's the day it's got to get done. Yeah, I wonder who was because it, it didn't seem like Klein was the guy that the timing got the was weird. Down. They they waited. They waited a couple days. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't fire him that Monday. They didn't fire him the day. They the waited end. a whole week. They waited. They waited two days before before the Seattle the, game. the next game. But they went in and they stole LAFC's thunder. It was a genius. Whoever did it was a genius move. Do you, well, do, I don't think do it was you think fine. do you think it was on purpose? Oh, the day the absolutely. when it was announced, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was on. I think it was on purpose when it was announced. Um, you know, and it's that's what I want. That's what I want out of the galaxy. I want the galaxy to go. Oh, you're our rivals and coming in. Let's steal the one you got. Because this is the one you can announce now. Because they're they're not going to sign any DPS right now. They can't. Any player they sign is going to be sitting on the shelf for the next six months. But what they can do, especially in a moment where the galaxy is hurting, is they can go sign a coach, a big name coach, and okay, say, well, we're the up and coming group in in Los Angeles. We're the we're the group with all the energy in Los Angeles. And the the moment they did that, the galaxy went and stole it, stole it entirely. They like sandwiched LAFC's. Announcement. I was like, nah, fuck your shit. Fuck your shit. Nobody cares. Yeah. And and that's what happened. I'm still wondering why Bob Bradley dresses like Steve Jobs, which is really, really weird. Because he didn't he didn't dress like that like three months ago when you would see him watching games. But now he's everywhere he goes, it's in like a black turtleneck. Like your like your awkward uh, awkward uncle who's like, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm still cool, guys. Hey, young guys. Hey, what's happening, kids? Are who's who's bopping today? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Well, no, you're not going to comment on fucking anything ever, anymore. ever again, ever again. Yep. So, so long, Kurt. We we knew you way too much. Kurt did the best he could, and it was just always mediocre. And it was we all never good it enough. Was never going to be good. It was enough. never, ever, ever good enough. And yes, he had adversities, but that's who, what coach doesn't have adversities. In the, you know, as 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 a as a coach in the top flight of any league, you're going to run into injuries. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he has two guys, you know, above him that gave him no chance. To, well, be, had, to be fair, you had, as best I understand the scenario, you had Klein who trusted Pete Viennes, and you had Pete Viennes make a dumbass move, and there was no one. Seemingly, there was no one there to tell him this isn't working. But you look at what's happening with the team now, and we've entirely abandoned the plan going into the season. It's all, it's over from front Absolutely. to back. Absolutely. Um, but that know. that and that goes back to Klein and Viennes, who are not going to be accountable. Yeah. And no one's holding them accountable. No one no one cares. No one no one's watching. Because you need Shadow President Shadow Dan Beckerman President. watching. You yeah. need and AG Sports watching. Um and yeah. that's doesn't appear to be the case yet. They're they're too busy with the football teams coming in. But I am hashtag positive galaxy tweets. I Ziggy's got my full back in. Um you know, I I I like the level of coach they brought in. Although although he got passed over in Seattle because his tactics remain the same regardless of everything around him. Um, that's what I'm worried about. But it is the winningest coach in MLS history versus a guy who has lost everywhere he has ever been in the top flight. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's the thing I said the day Siggy got hired. I'm like, if it wasn't for Bruce and the other Galaxy being so good for those seven years, Siggy would, and Seattle would have had three more cups. Seattle's, yeah, Seattle's at least close. Yeah. They're close. They're in the conversation. Um and thank thank God for Bruce and and now hopefully, you know, I like Ziggy, good on him. He's really. Do big. you feel? Do you feel? Oh God, he's, he's so, so big. goddamn fat. And this is coming from fat guys. This is, these are two. These are two guys on the cusp of a stroke, <laughs> talking about how fat someone is. I mean, I'm I'm worried for him, and I should be worried for myself. 
Do you think if you like poked Siggy, you could like butter your popcorn? Just when he runs it's just, over the field, it's just butter. He just sweats. He's sweating butter. Yeah, and don't worry, we're not offending anyone. These are all the same jokes people make about us. Yeah, so we're good. <laughs> we're just repurposing them. Yeah, we're good. Um, so what's what's your feeling on Siggy? Like, are you feeling confident? Do you feel like he can actually change the the mentality of this team going forward? Yes, I'm. I am confident. Uh, I have confidence in him. I hope he does a good job. It seems like it reminds me of when we brought in Bruce, where we just needed someone to stabilize the ship. Because we we had brought these players in and everything was going crazy and people weren't getting along, which is a lot of the same thing we have now. But it's this guy who's just going to come in and steady the ship. If you look at, and we'll talk about this more in depth during uh, the Seattle review, but if you look at the Seattle game, Yella barely went over halfway. Rarely did Yella make a run. And that's Jermaine Jones. Jermaine Jones played deep more than anything. Jermaine Jones barely went over the halfway line. I mean, you had you had these these problems that we've had game after game after game where Kurt couldn't get these guys in line in 48 hours. Yellow's not making all these runs that he can't get back for. Jermaine Jones isn't making all these runs he can't get back for. And Jermaine Jones arguably had one of his better games since he's played for the galaxy in the 48 hours since Ziggy's been on. I don't know how much of that was Kurt in preparation up to this game, but you finally got out of Jermaine Jones, which you needed to make him useful in any way you finally, you, you know, yellow ended up fucking it all up in his idiotic decisions, but you saw some progress. You saw you saw us moving in a direction that maybe we can actually put some things together if we can score a goal for once in our fucking lives. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm 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 liking the changes I've seen so far. Yeah, I think I think it, this is a long time coming. This should have happened a couple months ago, probably. Um, but we'll see going forward um, if Siggy can right the ship somehow. With yeah. the players that we got, they they look a little bit more confident. They look. We didn't go six games losing in a row. Yeah, not a six game losing streak. Um, speaking of that, let's 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 go into the what Seattle awful game. Awful fucking coach that guy was. Yeah, anyways, let's uh let's let's go into the game a little bit, all right? Um, what you what what were your opinions on this game? I mean, zero zero, the the attack didn't look all that threatening. We looked fine on the defensive end. We kept a clean sheet. Which is very important, I think, especially for Von Anholt in his first game. He looks, he looked good. He looked uh, more than decent, steadying, calming. Uh, you saw Seattle attack less on our right side than most other teams ha- have been doing this year because they're not going after Diallo and they're not going after Nathan Smith. Because they actually have someone who might be capable of defending on the and right they, side? Definitely. And they still attacked our right side more than our center or our left, but it was less. And that's and I'll take that progress because the kid did a good job. He had a um, one tackle. Ooh, gotta find it. Um, he had one tackle in the game where he slid in the box. He slid in the box on Clint Dempsey and recovered the ball, and then hopped right back up and got back into the play like it was nothing. You were never going to see that from Diallo. You were never going to see that from Nathan Smith. Not this year, anyway. Um, so I liked what I saw out of out of Von Anholt. It's, it's going to sound crazy. I didn't hate what I saw out of Giassi. It was better. Ooh, his touches. His touches Ooh. is, his touch oh is. Oh my god, dude! Like, I, I, his touch is like precious. You remember the movie Precious? Of course. It's that heavy. It's it's <laughs> it's gravity altering. It's 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 Siggy heavy. He's, it's buttered. It's buttered sweat. <laughs> there was a, there's a, a I don't remember when in the game exactly, but he gets a um, he's wide open, wide open, and someone crosses a ball into him, and he takes a touch and knocks it like seven feet to the left of him where he has to run it down by the inline. Basic things like you would be able to trap that ball better than he did. 
and he, he still recovers because he's still, you know, a decently fast player, but it's just not there. Other than that, a lot of his movements were better. Uh, he got in a, in a couple good positions, had a, a, a few decent chances. He just keeps wasting things. He'll, he had one shot that he should have put across the keeper. He tried to go near side for some reason, and obviously it went nowhere near the near the net. He had that header that he probably should have headed back to uh, Dos Santos, and yeah. who was running into the box. But I, I like unmarked. I like he's still he's still forcing these things. He's still trying way too hard. He had one shot from the top of the box that he's almost falling backwards when he's taking, but he's just trying to get that first goal. I mean that could and that like all their shots directly at keepers from outside the box from both teams really. We I mean, there was no creativity at all. It was it was a it was boring. Was like it was a boring boring. game. Uh and ha- rewatching it today didn't make me very happy, but he looked better than he's looked in some other games this season. He's still really predictable. There's one there's one moment where he's trying to cross the ball in and he's being guarded by Roman Torres from Seattle and he knew every step he was going to take before he took it. And when the moment Giassi went to go cross it in, Torres had a foot there because he knew what he was going to do. I'd like to see him be able to mix it up a little bit, but I think teams don't teams understand they don't really have to guard him all that much right now, and that makes him a, a kind of easier uh, to figure out because they just put him over there and they're like, well, if somebody passes him the ball, nothing will come of it, and that's you know that's fine. Just leave leave Giassi where he is. We need to guard Alessandrini, who had another fucking outstanding game. I mean, so much of our attack came through Alessandrini and Cole. Again, it's these two guys. And you're not, you know, we're still not getting a a ton from offensively from like a Jao Pedro. Still not getting a lot from Giassi. Gio, you know, is what it is. But you're getting a lot of uh, attacking movements coming from Cole. A lot of attacking movements coming from Alessandrini. I don't like the comments. You drop out for too long. You just, um, you just like drift. I'm listening to you, buddy. I've been waiting for you to, to chime in. Where are you at? Let me just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 I'm here. That's uh, um, it's like arguing with your feelings. One thing, one thing I did notice, so the passing seemed sharp or sharper. They had a lot of one-two passes, like triangles. Like It seemed like they actually were cohesive. We a little, played a little out of the back. Bit. Yeah. But this is what happens when Jones, you know where Jermaine Jones is going to be. If you have a, the guy who's playing your deep defensive midfielder and he's not 70 fucking yards up the field, it's easier for Jao Pedro to look back and go, I know I got someone there, so if I get in trouble, I can just turn around and play it back. Oh, I know I got Jones out to my left. If I get in trouble, I can turn around and play it to the left. Jao Pedro had the best game he's had playing next to Jermaine Jones, period. <laughs> yeah. Period. Well, I mean, yeah, that's not, you a pretty low bar. And that's, yeah, it's not even saying a whole lot, but I, I thought Jermaine Jones had one of the best games he's had in a Galaxy He Jersey. actually looked okay. He, he, looked, he looked like what they've been trying to get out of him. He still looks like... He's still going to lose his job he in two still weeks. He looks very... Very slow. Yeah. Like he, he's he's forty fucking years old or whatever the <laughs> shit he is. He's got seventy five year old knees, and and they're and they're recovering. <laughs> I mean, it's it's with even with low expectations, the best game, one of the best games he's played in a Galaxy jersey, one of the best games Jao Pedro has played next to Jermaine Jones, if not the best game, the best game. I, I hands down, it's it's been the best game since they've been together. It's a great pairing. Steris overall had a decent game he had one moment where he he took the ball above field and or above the the midway line got it taken away and and that launched a, a counterattack. but progress i'll take the progress right now, especially with a new coach yeah i mean it, it looked it, it looked high energy man it looked high energy um do you want to give them the phone number again tucker see if uh, anyone wants to call in yeah if anyone wants to call in and talk about either the seattle game because this is where we're at right now either the seattle game or kurt Anolfo being fired or fuck it any other topic uh Four two four two six zero two eight two two. 
I'm like, did you forget it? No. <laughs> That's the part I like. No, call you guys if you guys want to distract me on the phone and not just in the comment section of uh, the live feed. Fucking reading it like it's Twitter. Give us a call. Well, I'm trying to fucking have them interact with us, you I'm, know? I'm just saying. God damn, fuck you, man. Um, Let's talk about uh, Yellow Van Dam and his uh, aggressiveness. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Another two yellow card night. It seems like it's getting worse and worse as the season goes by. And it's obviously there's, I mean, as people know, if, if you pay attention l- lately... Uh, with Yellow's comments and and um, the wording around the galaxies is he's not very happy, and I, I don't think he's happy with the galaxy. It's just happy with his situation personally in his personal life. Looking at myself in the camera, right. I'm gonna distract you. I'm hearing you yourself. though. I'm listening to you. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, yeah, I mean, look when it's your, I when it's your personal life. What do you say? Like if it's in in his case, it seems like it's his kids. Yeah. Fuck, am I gonna say to that guy? You look. was like, no, you can't. You can't be sad about not being with your kids. Right. You can't. Who's on the other side of the of the planet? Yeah. Who is in the country you've played eighty percent of your career? You know, if, if he ends up going for his kids, it'll suck and it'll leave us in a really bad spot. But you know, no, it's we, his kids. That's we can talk about that a little later. But we're talking about his his on field play. Like it's just it's getting worse as as the time goes on. Like it's just terrible tackles, bad decisions, and it's it's obviously coming down to his not being fully committed mentally. If I'm Ziggy. When he comes back, well, I weigh 300 more pounds. But if I'm Ziggy, when he comes back, I bench Come him. Come on, 300? Yeah. 40, buck, 40. Buck, buck 20, maybe. Buck, tw- <laughs> buck 20 max. <laughs> buck 25 on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, I bench him. I bench him for his next his first game back available. And I, I bench mean, him for the entire game. I don't care if we lose. There's there's 14 games left in the season. He's gone for two of them. Wait. And he's probably going to be gone for more of them. And who knows if he's going to be here. He can get yellow cards. I mean, if he gets yellow cards, he's going to start facing suspension. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't get direct fucking red cards. He makes sure he accumulates yellow cards every single time. But it, it, if he's gone, if he's leaving, then... Ooh. How many days are left in the window? I don't fucking know. Let's Google. Hey, Producer Ben. Well, yeah, someone who's there who's yeah, not doing how about, anything. How about producer Ben, Google search. Find out how many days are left in the MLS transfer window for the summer. There's a chance you've seen Yellow for the last time. Uh, if you don't watch the All-Star game tomorrow, it's probably the last time you're going to watch. Uh, yeah, you can see him. Because he'll play tomorrow. He's going to play tomorrow. But there's there's a chance, at least in a Galaxy jersey, you've seen Yellow Von Dom for the last time. Yep. Uh, very big possibility. I mean, so imagine Yellow goes and Cole goes, which oh. is possible. It's entirely possible. Uh, I have it on... Then the uh, video went down. Oh. Well, what do you do? I have it on, on decent authority. It's at least possible that they both go. Giovanni Dos Santos is your captain. 2017. The year before LAFC. Hashtag LA Galaxy. Dave, Romney, so, Dave Romney is starting left back. And Bradley Diallo is starting center back with uh, Daniel Starris. And uh, Van Anhol. August 9th is the close of the transfer window. Okay. So in a week. Yeah. So yeah. he might be done. He might legitimately be done because it's 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 a legitimate chance that he's not coming back. And I mean, he, it's it's a very very big possibility. And if we're on any level going to be trying, going to be going, if am I having a stroke? If we're if we're going to attempt to there we are if we're going to attempt to to replace him, we need to move him sooner rather than later. Yeah, I don't think we replace him. No, which sucks. I mean, it sucks for Ziggy. It would have sucked for an alpha. So that money that we paid for him, money, like money. to to tam him down. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, how does that work if it's like, do you get like a, you know. I assume we get it back. Like right away? Yeah. Even I mean, though I mean, even though you've used it to buy him down? Well, let's let's admit, 
who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no who knows? knows? Is Jonathan even? A f- I mean, he's not even registered yet. Guys, can you get like what is it? Uh, buyer's remorse? Can you like get that tan money back? MLS clause for buyer's remorse? <laughs> yeah. I doubt it because uh, what was it? The um, oh, what was that guy's name? Oh fuck! He played for Toronto forever. He's terrible. Uh, Jonathan de Guzman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's terrible. Who who just like they couldn't get rid of him to save his life pre Tam and all that, but they they couldn't buyer's remorse that guy to save their fucking life. It seems like in MLS sometimes you just get stuck, but. If Yellow goes, this hasn't been the year for him. Uh, as far as uh, aggressiveness, thank you, producer Ben, for August 9th. Ten minutes later. <laughs> Whatever. We answered that question. Um, they couldn't hear me either. God damn it. So, let me give you this quick stat. We're up pretty bad today. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how, can you, I want you to take a guess. Okay. How many days has it been since we uh, last won at home? 116. God damn it. Check Is that close? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It's... Are you serious? I swear to God that was a stab in the dark. Shut I you. swear you. to fucking God. Actually, yeah, I think it's 117 days. Okay, right? good. Because I'm like, well, one, the 116 is just how many games Kurt Onofo has coached. That's why I picked that okay. number. No. Yeah. He's coached 160 games. Not for us. Oh, 116 games. Career. Sorry, I you said days. No. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, because they play one game a day all so. right so here's another one what's the when's the last how many days has it been since our last win win yeah oh god uh i 2014 i don't remember winning galaxy games anymore our last home game or uh, sorry our last win was 42 days ago against colorado fuck well, that sounds right. That was that's uh, Jack. How McBean's, the fuck did that guy keep a job this damn Jack long? McBean's breakout game. Forty-two days 42 since days. our last win. That's crazy. And that guy lasted that long. It's crazy. One hundred and seventeen days since it's our nice last to be win. Nice friends, man. He's he's friends God with he was damn. friends with the right people. That's crazy, right? Yeah. He'll be uh, Scott on the uh, on the comment says let uh, Van Dam walk and bring in uh, Nigel De Jong. De Jong De Jong to DC United. You hear about that shit? Yeah, that's a thing. Where are you, Scott? I thought Scott was calling today. What yeah, happened? Scott, call back in. Fucking. Scott Scott called before we started uh, uh, on the air, so we told him to call back, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna comment." Just gonna hang out and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, like I said, our last uh, our last win was against Colorado 42 days ago. Our last clean sheet, June 3rd versus DC United. So at least we got that out of the way. We got a yeah, we got a new clean sheet. sheet. Yeah, All right, go fucking Brian Rowe. So we got that out of the way. Uh, 21 points from 23 games. Do you think we can salvage this and make the playoffs? Yeah. We I have, mean, it's we have, hard without a striker. There's 14 games left, seven home, seven away. We need a striker. We need we we can't keep relying on Jossie. We just we simply can't. Who who was the striker they bought in the uh January in the uh winter off season or whatever they want to call it? I'm thinking on I'm having Who are you now. talking about? Nothing. Who we who do we buy as a striker before the season started? The fuck just happened before the season started? Boop. We signed. We had Miguel Aguilar from DC United, who is a midfielder, and we signed Jack McInerney like two or three months ago. And then who's uh, who? So did we sign anyone now in this? Uh, Should we or did we in this transfer window? Yeah. No. Man, what 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 do we need as as a as a team going forward that we haven't done all fucking year? Sign forward. Exactly. Sign forward would be nice. Who of our forwards have scored a goal this year? Jonathan Dos Santos. That's a <laughs> everything you need is Jonathan. Everything, everything. He's, the, he's the answer to every question. God. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. As long we we brought in a player to make his brother happy, like how how fucking insane is that? Well, no, they have to run their soccer camp here, so 
Well, how how are you going to do that when you're when you're playing in Spain or when you're playing in in the I hate the city of city of uh, the cut. You know what is it for? I'm having a stroke now. What is going on with you? Is this is this engaged Ed? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, you but know, because yeah. his other team was he was going to sign for was Club America. So was that the rumor? Yeah, I don't follow. Well, the, the rumor so. was, and then Club America came out. I was like, they used the, the <laughs> Galaxy to leverage. Well, it's good that it's good that we no, were used, on that they side. Used, they used Club America to, to leverage, leverage better. Well, yeah, it's good yeah. that we were we were on that side of that since we've been getting taken advantage of for the last seven months by everyone else. If we've been linked to someone and you've heard the name, they used us to get a better contract somewhere else. Except for, I mean, Geniac hasn't signed for with an extended contract, or did he? I think no, he's, I don't no. think he has an extension yet. No, you know, but they just wanted ridiculous money. Maybe we'll sign him next year. <laughs> so maybe we can get the the job done. But I, I have no faith in uh, I have no faith in Klein or, or Vianus to get anything done. With with I have no faith in Vianus to get anything done. Yeah, no, no, not at, at all. all. Um, so our next game is going to be the Sunday against Portland. Someone told me that the the game time got pushed back. I didn't see any of that, but whatever. Go, if it did, we'll tweet it out. Go Google search it. I don't care. No. Yeah. Do we got a call? Yeah. Oh, please be Scott. It is. Is, is it Scott? It? Hey, Scotty. Oh, fucking Fuck. shit. God damn it. God damn it. Scott, call back, please. Because <laughs> producer Ben's fucking up. He's fucking up. Ben's having a so, Ben's having a stroke. I know I know we, we talked about it a little bit, but um let's let's talk about J V D a little bit more. Um what have you heard from your know your sources? Or can you even talk about that? Um, well, I mean, it's kind of he said he's kind of said it already that he's he's having offers from Belgium, and that he's really considering it because he wants to get back with his kids. Yeah, um, from from whom I've spoken to, it's entirely possible that Yella doesn't come back. It's um, I think as it stands right now, he will he will remain, but that could change uh, tomorrow. That could literally change tomorrow. Well, if it's going to change, it will have already changed. But I won't get to hear about it until in the next few days. So I don't. I I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. I I know it's it's less secure than I think a lot of people think. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, I I don't know. I mean, you have you know, people are people, man. They get these. Uh, they hear that JVD wants to leave, and they're like, "Fuck him, he sucks anyways." And but you know, six months ago, they were like, "Yellow Van Dam's the greatest thing that ever happened in the galaxy." And, I, you know, yeah, I thought he was going to be, I really hoped he would be one of the best captains we ever had. Um, and now it seems like he'll leave halfway through that tenure, which mm. sucks. If you end this show with anything other than people are people by Depeche Mode, I'm going to be really <laughs> disappointed in you. Sir, I don't, I look, these things just happen. Look, that's how we work, Ben. This is, this is, you know. You've been, you've been with us for months now. We do I'm, it I'm, live. I'm still having a stroke over here. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's, it's very possible. And I don't know what we do. In that in that situation, because you play right now, you play Romney and Steris, and that's I like both those guys, but I think that's a horrifying notion. Uh, I'm more interested in Romney playing left back next year when I I think whether he goes to Birmingham or not, Cole departs. Yeah, I'm calling it. Cole's going to play center back, and then you, jeez, oh, <laughs> striker man, we still need him up yeah. there. But you play you play Romney at left back right now. You'd play it, so right now if if Jermaine Jones center back. With Daniel Starris. Well, they asked they asked Ziggy about that, and he said he hopes to keep him in the midfield based on the Seattle game, and it was his. He's like, I fucking hope to God that I don't have to play Jermaine Jones as center back right now. It was now. arguably Jermaine Jones's best game in the midfield so far. Um, so if Yella is to leave right now, let's say hypothetically Yella and Ashley Cole leave, you play Romney at left back, you play Diallo center back with Starris, 
and then you play Von Anholt outright, and Smith backs up Von Anholt. But if Diallo goes down, which is entirely likely, or gets suspended, which is entirely likely, yeah. um, or Steris, who is still coming back from an injury, goes down or gets suspended, now you're playing Hugo Ariano or you're playing um, uh, Cassiano from the G2 team. Neither I, I'm a huge fan of both of those guys. Neither of them are ready for the first team. That's just the way it is. So it's that's just the way it is. If we put a boom, put a boom, put a boom. So now you got two songs. Some things now. will never change. Um, Producer Ben. Good song. <laughs> Two ending songs. Um, it's, I'm not. I'm not ending either of those. By the way, that's fair. That's fine. Um, it's fuck both of you. So it, it could happen. Hopefully, it doesn't. And whether he wants to go or not, we need him to stay. He needs. To, he needs to. I would like him to make the captain's move. I should say. Here, here's the question: If he's going to be playing like this, and that mentality is not going to be there, do you want him to stay? I still think he overall adds more than he detracts. If he's not going to get fucking suspended every game, though. Yeah. He's gone for two games in, the, in a stretch of Every time. Now that, again. In a stretch of time that we need him to be here. It's third red card of the season, right? Third suspension of the season. Yeah, third red card. Yeah, because both of them were two yellows. So yeah. yes, total of six. But like, it's every it's every couple weeks. You know, we've only had. Well, we've it, had, isn't is would it be his fourth fourth suspension because he got the yellow card accumulation, and then he got the three other red cards. It's it's amazing when it's hard to keep track of how many times your captain has been suspended. He's, he's had like nine yellow cards this season. And it's funny because people on Twitter were surprised that Galaxy fans still want Nigel DeYoung. And it's like, well, a lot of us still like Yellow Von Dom. Yeah. <laughs> and he's getting suspended every other week. We fucking fell in love with Dima Kovalenko. Like, what, what do you want? Oh, I fucking miss Dima Kovalenko. I miss Dima so much. So if we still had Dima, Yellow would never get a red card. Nah. Because you would just compare the two. And well, be Dima like, well, would, Dima's like, ah, I'll take it for you, buddy. Don't worry about it. Or Yellow gets a red card, the ref pulls it out, and Dima's like, put that shit back in your fucking pocket right now. And he just does the fucking... Oh, yeah, what what's the movie called? Uh, Eastern Promises. Eastern Promises, yeah, 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 there you go. Fuck yeah, dude. That movie was awesome. <laughs> uh, I like the comment from Scott. I keep calling in and nothing happens. Did Siggy eat your producer? Cold blooded, Scott. No, uh, it's, cold. It's, it's call back in, Scott. I guess. Uh, Actually, yeah. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Scott. Oh, okay. I guess we're gonna Scott. call you, Scott. Yeah. Bloody. So uh, the game Sunday against Portland. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what, what's your predictions for this game? Do you think we get anything from it? Do you think we get a draw points? I'll take a draw. Yeah. Draw. Oh, draw away would be phenomenal. Um, do you think we start losing away now and then winning at home since we got a different coach? I just want to get in first place so we can fire Ziggy again. This is Kurt Alpha. You're fired. You're fired, Kurt. Get out of here. What? Hey, hey Scott, it how's it going, my buddy? my fault, guys. Come on. What's going on, sir? Such dicks to me, Scott. Uh. Listen, hey, no, Scott. First I of all, I love you guys. I've never met you. First I've of all, I've never met you, but I love you. And congrats, Ed. Thank on you, getting sir. engaged, Scott. If you want, if you want to impersonate Kurt, you got to be more Eeyore-like. You got to be more depressing. Yeah, where's your excuse? If you're Kurt, see, there see, should be. This is this is where I completely disagree with you guys. Go ahead. All right, this roster wasn't built to succeed. We just signed our fourth box-to-box midfielder, who's expected to start. Like the front office has has evidence of Jack McBean and Jossie artists like like a thousand minutes at this point, or maybe something like that, where they cannot score. So instead of signing somebody, instead of going to the giant labor market, the giant soccer labor market in the world. They decide to sign a number eight. Now, I know we were linked to like three strikers, but I'm pretty sure there are more than three strikers in the world that we could have looked at. Every single major country in the world has a soccer league, yet we couldn't find anyone to do that. And then, like, you know, we we go up against Seattle and we couldn't do anything offensively. I mean, Jones was fine in the middle, but if we can't score, then I don't know what the solution is. 
And they probably and they look at, at Lasseter and Villarreal, or probably Villarreal's on a nine, but look at Lasseter, they probably don't think he can do it. So there's really nothing that we're going to be able to do unless you try to, like, reconfigure the system and put Alessandrini up there by himself, which I don't think that's the best idea. So it's just, it's not an awful fault. And I don't think Siggy is just going to, like, wave his magic fat wand and change everything. Like, it's just, we don't have the roster to really compete unless we get lucky in the playoffs. Well, I think, I, th- I think... I'm what you get, what you get, me. yeah, no. What you get with Siggy that you didn't get with with Anolfo is the confidence in telling a player, "You're fucking up. You're going to, we're going to do it a different way." I think the experience that Siggy brings um, to a winning side, I think Kurt has never done that. So I don't think he has the ability to um, coach a team when they're in a hole. I think Siggy could get people out of the hole. This is getting really this is sexual. Disgusting. Yeah, no, it's getting really. This is a disgusting conversation. And I, I think, in, oh, man, I think those, those are just confidence. That's just like sports talk, you Ziggy, know. Like it's just, oh, he's just not playing well, talk. so I'll talk him up. He bench Van Dam. Yeah, but Ziggy in forty-eight hours has gotten more out of Jermaine Jones than Kurt Anolfo was able to do in his entire time here. And I'm, That's and fair. I, and I think I, I, I agree with you that Kurt had a shitty roster to begin with. Kurt was, which is what I think, you talked I think, on. Yeah, I think we've. I think you. I think most Galaxy fans understand that that Kurt was given Kurt. a raw a raw deal, but he I mean, also never should have been in the job. Yeah, he never should have had the job to begin with. But once he was given the job, he was failed by his upper management. He did. He had a team that looked incomplete to start with, where we we brought up guys who weren't ready for the first team, um, and he was told to deal with it. And he was told to make the best out of it. But we got players who were available, not players that we needed. And then the coach had to suffer for that. But as much as I didn't care for Kurt, as much as I didn't want Kurt as as our head coach, once he was the head coach, once he had the team that was on the field or the team that was in the locker room, that was all, for me, that was all on Pete. Like, Pete is still the guy who needs to go for me. Still. Ziggy could go win the next 10 fucking games. Say again? They made the same mistake this week. They sign another a midfielder that they don't need. Why do they keep doing this? I don't understand that. Um, well, the easy answer to that question is a underperforming number ten, who somehow is the only he's and mind you is the only person on his team who could do this. Decided seven months ago that he wanted to play with his brother, and we found a way to make that happen. And I don't, I don't even blame that. I don't even blame Geo for that. Because if you, I don't know what sport you're signing me up for, a p- competitive cup stacking or poker. But if you sign me hot up for eating contest? if you sign me up for a veggie hot dog eating contest, uh, and they say you get to pick, you get to pick a partner. I'm going to pick Ed. It is the it is the role. Thank you, sir. It is the role of the president or general manager of our competitive hot dog eating team to say no. Ed doesn't have it. I disagree with that. Ed opens his mouth like a Vietnamese porn star. But I just it, they just go down like. Just easy. Gullet. But it is the role Three of leadership. It's the role of leadership to say, no, that's not what we need. We just spent we just spent seven hundred grand or what have you, and we spent Tam to acquire a center midfielder. That's what it's gonna be. Now if we were getting if we get a fourth designated player spot next year, I got no problem with the uh Jonathan DeSanto signing because Jermaine's gonna be gone next year. That's a lot of uh, assumptions though. It's a lot of assumptions. It's a, it's assuming that Jones is gone, although I don't not entirely certain he survives this transfer window either. Um, it's us also getting another designated player, and it's Jonathan working out with everyone else on the team. He's not some worldly player that you just drop him in and everything's going to get fixed. He is a midfielder on a still building team that's missing some pieces, some important pieces. 
So Scott, Scott, do you do you not feel as confident in Siggy as you did with with Anofo? No, I think he, he's uh, uh, he's definitely a more competent coach. And I was like kidding in the comments section. He's certainly a more competent coach than Anofo, but I don't believe that he's going to make our players any better. All he can do is, and I'll, I'll agree with you on, on with Chris on this, is he can make someone like Jermaine Jones a little bit more uh, positionally disciplined, and that's fine. But we don't have like even if Jones sits back in the six and is just does what he's asked to do, we still can't move the ball. We can't circulate the ball around the edges of the midfield up into our two strikers. There's just there's nothing there unless Jonathan like really just blows the league away and is like this incredible player that just can, can connect everybody. Because right now the forwards don't really connect with the midfield, and when they do connect, some, like very rarely, Zardes just kicks it like you know to Torrance. Like I just, <laughs> I just don't see what we can do if we if all the offense goes to die up top. And that's why I wanted a striker like a healthy Zlatan oh, would yeah. have made this team so much better, so much better. Yeah, I, I think everyone saw that we needed a striker, and uh, apparently everyone except for the Galaxy front office. Ziggy coming in doesn't fix Jossie. No. It doesn't make McBean or McInerney or Lasseter or Brantford Jameson a better player. I think his, his job is to get Jones and Van Damme and even Ashley Cole and Gio all on the same page and Allison Drini all on the same page with the assumption that if Jones does what he's supposed to do, the team will be better going forward. If Yella does what he's supposed to do or what we need him to do, and he, Yella played an entirely different role against Seattle than he has against any other team this, this season. If we get Yella doing what he's supposed to do, what we need him to do, then the midfield will be better because they're not compensating for what Yella's doing. The forwards will be better because they don't have to compensate for what Jones is doing. Hopefully Giossi will be better because he doesn't have to compensate for Gio, who's compensating for Jones, who's compensating for Yella. Everyone was on that page against Seattle, but we still can't score a goal. Thank you, Scott. Sorry, apparently we just hung up on you. Um, that's what that sound means. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Appreciate the call, man. But I, I think his overall role in the team is getting everyone more on the same page, where if Kurt genuinely lost the locker room, which everything I had heard said he did a while ago, twice, twice apparently. Twice now, yeah. Um, that's the, the the room around the fucking uh And he has to, he has cooler. to go in that situation because we can't change out 11 players. And if those 11 players, especially the experienced ones, have all lost confidence in him, you need someone who else who can come in and say, clean fucking slate. Jones, get your shit together. Cole, get your shit together. He's been great. Yella, fucking A, get your shit together. And he can't so it's time to move it's time to move on guessman had a great a great idea with it you don't drop him you strip him of the armband he's not a captain he's not acting like a captain and that's kind of he's kind of proven that this whole year i mean he hands the, he hands the armband off every fourth fucking game yeah so i don't, I, I don't know um he's not a savior and he's not a magician but he, he will hopefully steady the ship ben do you have some uh lightning round for us man Oh, we're gonna send Scott a sticker. Fuck yeah! Yeah, Scott, Scott, shoot us an email at what's the email address again? At, at, this is awesome. <laughs> this is so fucking. Squadcast at gmail dot com. Ah, right, yeah, we'll send you a Squadcast sticker. Right, or cool. just or just find me at the next home game. I'll have him with me. I will send you. You, a you dick keep pic saying that, but they won't let you in with him. Remember, you tried to get him in at the home. No, I'll have him at the tailgate. It's a picnication. Whatever. Our new, our new lovely cement picnication. Yeah, because kids can't play on cement. Did you see that sign? By the no. way. So someone at the at the Riot Squad tailgate section, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, um, they've cemented over what was grass for the Chargers uh, when the Chargers come, because they'll have that part of the stadium as the actual stadium. Whatever. Awesome. Because, um, you know, the Chargers weren't going to change anything for us, and they're supposed to be our stadium. Anyways, um, 
so we had someone with the sign saying, uh, "Kids should play on grass, not cement," and I just thought it was that's good. I like I like the uh, fucking fighting yeah. against cement, like <laughs> you know, not to pick your battles. Like no, the the galaxy is not screwing you over by charging overcharging you for anything. We're well, moving a ticket from your season ticket, book yeah, and keeping your prices. Oh no, but the cement, cement, the cement's really fucking hurting me right now. Rage. Anyways, on that note, Ben, do you have some uh, lightning round for us, dude? I do. I even I even joined on that time. It's fun. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna time. cut it. I'm gonna cut that out and just like have that as a drop. Yeah. From here on out. Son um, of a bitch. All right. So someone had mentioned it in the comments, so I'm just gonna throw in the lightning round. How much pull is Ziggy gonna have? Is he gonna have any sort of final say on players that come in? If he and that's if he stays next year. So first of all, do you expect him to stay past this year? And do you think he'll have a say on how the team is built for next year? Go ahead, Tucker. Oh, um, he. He will definitely have a say on who plays week to week. I think he'll have a similar overall say as Kurt Anolfo did in certain players. We all we are all aware of the players he is not allowed to bench. And in, in his defense, when they're playing the way they're supposed to be playing, they are must-start first names on the team sheet. With that said, there are guys who will not be regularly on the bench or they will if, if like Yella, for example, if Yella is going to be a bench player, Yella is going to be moved back to Belgium. Um, if yeah, Cole but, becomes a bench player, Cole will be sold to England. Uh, no, Gio it, was subbed on the on the weekend. Yeah, you wouldn't have saw that under Kurt Enofo. What minute? You remember? I don't remember. Uh, I will, think, will Will they ask him if he? Or will they ask him before they bring somebody else in? Is I guess that's my question, Tucker. I think I think he has it. enough clout where they'll they'll ask him. I I don't think they give a shit though. <laughs> Nice. These 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 guys these guys have their own mentality of how they're running this club and it's they're running into the ground. To be fair, to 80, be honest, eighty ninth minute Rafa Garcia came on for Gio. He substituted him though. He subbed him out. Kurnoff wouldn't have done that. Eighty ninth minute. <laughs> he probably still should have taken out Giassi instead of Gio, Gio though. Eighty ninth minute. All right. I mean, but it's crazy if if you're you're, you're nil nil. I mean, at home, why would you sub out? A striker or midfielder, attacking midfielder. And I appreciate you goal. actually answering the question as opposed to Tucker just getting. Did I not answer the fucking wrong. question? You, got, you, you really didn't did. even listen to the fucking question. What's the question? I'll do it. I'll so do no, it in no, ten no, seconds. I'll chance. do it in ten no, seconds. What's the question? Need, no, you don't get a chance. Does he All get to, right, does he get to choose a lineup? Yeah. Uh, no, he chose the G two lineup. Hold on. He chose the first half. All right, go ahead. Oh, you got you got turned off. Fuck. You got turned off, bitch. All right, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Giassi's still poor. My question is, with Jonathan Dos Santos coming in, people were saying that, oh, you know, he's going to make the strikers better. But does he even pass to Giassi, or does he only pass to his brother? I wouldn't pass to Giassi. I was, uh, I was watching the uh, the highlights again, and I saw there was a play with um, um, Boateng, and it was like uh, three on two, and he passed it to Giassi. I'm like, and I physically got angry and yelled, <laughs> "Why would you pass it to Giassi? He's going to fucking shoot it wide." And he shot it wide. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, he shot it. That was the one he shot into the side netting, yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. That was terrible. So right after that, and I don't know if they show it in the extended highlights, right after it, Emma shoots Giassi fucking death stairs. Every <laughs> like, every you... single every single attacker in the team has given Giassi in that game death stairs. But like Emma's got really, really white eyes and he's really, really dark. So it's just like accented anger and rage. I loved it. <laughs> With that said, yeah, Ziggy gets to make some choices. But no, do I think Jossie magically becomes a better player and has a touch like a fucking angel? No. Tucker, do you think that uh, how? Touch, well, touch okay, I guess angel. my question is, how long into touch the first game that Jonathan starts does he pass to Jossie? How long, like into it, like 
first half even first 10 minutes half? you think so first 10 minutes i don't think i so. think he'll i think i do genuinely i i mean if I he's, genuinely he watched the game he's watched the team he knows that Giassi can't do shit i think he wants he wants to win and if you want to win in soccer you you want to try to get your striker the ball so uh, he's going to he's going to get it to Alessandrini and his brother the yeah, whole time if he's, well if yeah. he's smarter yeah <laughs> No, I, I don't think there'll be any reason he won't pass. Uh, the only reason he won't pass to Jalcy is if we somehow wise up and stop starting that kid every week. Okay. All right, so now everyone's been kind of making a big deal about the Dos Santos brothers playing together and their dad having control. But do you see a world where that might actually be a good thing, where Zazinho might have some contacts in Mexico or South America that we don't currently have, and do you think he could maybe help us bring in somebody that's kind of under the radar? I feel that, yeah, I mean, obviously he's going to have contacts in Mexico and and he'll have contacts in Central and South America. I think my worry is that he... It's not about the contacts he has. It's about him having control over his his two boys who play. So if, say, Gio still doesn't play to his caliber and Siggy or whoever's going to be the coach in the next year um, tries to bench him or, or you know, whatever, then you come in like, well... You're not going to play either of them. They're going to we're going to take our shit and go home. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that's going to be the problem. He's done it with Mexico. Why, why wouldn't he do it with little old Galaxy? Talk I don't you. think it'll be a problem. Fuck you then. But no, I I, <laughs> I, I actually I tend to agree with you, Tucker. Think, out, think, think outside the box with me for a second, Ed. This was uh, I was I had a phone call last week and it was a line of thought that I ended up going through uh, that took me to a conclusion. What if the what if the long con, what if the long game we're playing is a hope that Gio and Jonathan have great World Cups and we sell both of them next year? And post-World Cup, we, we cash in on both of them or we, we cash out on both of them, sell them to Mexico, sell them to Portugal, sell them wherever the fuck, and we go out and get two, two new designated players. Or Mexico gets another coach and they don't call... Either of the Santos brothers in. That would be another nightmare scenario, but I think I think because that's probably going to happen. But I think Klein and Co are willing to sit on Jonathan and Geo. But I I think a part of me anyway thinks they're also betting on those two having at least a decent World Cup and being able to sell both of them at the same time because they don't make sense. Geo's never made sense. Geo his one position his his and not picking on him at all, but his one position and how he plays has made it so difficult to find a player who can play with him. So much so that it, it, in part, drove Robbie Keane out. Steven Gerrard wanted to play in an advanced role, and we couldn't because that's where we played Geo, And that became a problem. We have it now where we're trying to pair him with an unconventional striker, and he's an unconventional midfielder, and it's made those two very difficult. So what if Geo has a half-decent World Cup, and Jonathan, say, has a, an amazing World Cup, and we own the rights to both of them? So long. Go to Mexico, Cash go in. wherever you want to go. Down for that. I, if, if that's the plan... That's a lot. It's, it's, that's a lot of assumptions that, that, that they're going to be called into the the Mexico World Cup. Well, the I think World the, the expectation is that Jonathan's going to get called regardless. And Again. Gio, Gio was good enough to make the uh, Confederations Cup team. He's and good, that was their he, first. He's roster. good enough to make the their World Cup roster. Well, but you're talking be. about if they bring in a coach who they're not, uh, not going to change coaches. Doesn't now. Val- yeah, he, even the FMN. No, well, not. They, I mean, he's at, he's Come seeming, on, it's, it's Mexico. They change coaches like the he also change, seemingly change underwear. In he's having a lot of arguments recently with. The, the club teams in Mexico, and usually that's the beginning of the end the for Mexican coaches. Yeah. But I'm I'm not saying it's going to happen, 
I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if that that's the was line of in thinking. the back of Klein's mind in the back of Vianus's mind. Or, I wouldn't be that, surprised. That, that alone shows you their mentality of how I just wouldn't be surprised if those two are not the long term plan Again, for the galaxy. The blind mice just keep fucking going down the, the alley. So if that's if that's the plan, if if selling those two and getting new strikers post World Cup is the plan, it sucks that they burned this year, knowing that it was the LA, it was the pre LAFC season. But it could be a stroke of genius as far as bringing some money in. I don't put stroke of genius with Klein or Vahanis in the same sentence. Well, well, you know, again, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but I, I just wouldn't be surprised if that was the line of thinking. All right, so, so you can answer both these questions. This is the last two questions, and we are running about 10 minutes over. But um, so yeah. do we win in Portland? And do you expect to see – is Van Damme done officially, yes or no, on both those? <sighs> All right, Ed, go ahead. No and Yes. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we win in Portland, and I think Gill is done. I think. I think he's way too far gone with missing his kids and the whole like personal stuff. Yeah, he's I checked out. He's completely he's mentally che- checked out. Yeah, I think he's done. I think tomorrow, as of recording, this is Tuesday. Wednesday is the All Star game. Mm-hmm. I think that's the last time you see Yellow Vendam in the states playing for an MLS side. Did you see the red card he took versus uh, Seattle? He wanted to hurt that guy. It was the. F- it was the first time that he didn't argue a card. He he wanted to hurt that guy. Of all the red cards he's got this season, of all the yellows he's got this season, it was the one time he didn't argue. He wanted he wanted the the referee to clearly give him red. He card. got he got sent off. He put his head on the grass, and then he stood up. He handed Gio the armband and he walked off, and that was it. I hope he's not. I'm I'm gonna say no because it would put us in a real fucking bad spot. We would be in a seriously bad spot, and we're in a what bad. Would spot. we though? I mean, he's checked out. But if I mean, really, is, how much? I mean, I'll admit if he's if he plays if he's on his game, he's way better than Romney. But right now, he's so checked out. I would rather see Romney in the game than him. Well, the point is, like you're you're writing a team sheet against Kansas. Are you starting Dave Romney or are you starting Yellow Von Dom? Right now, I'm starting Romney. Well, that's because Yellow Von suspended. Well, yeah. <laughs> but Von Dom is also. I mean, he's checked out. He's mentally checked out. You cannot trust him to play 90 minutes in the game. I don't know that he's checked out. I do know that his attention is elsewhere. And I, I, I will say that his attention. <laughs> I think it's different. I think they're different things. Well, I thought, and, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, th- I think mentally he's just not. 100%. He's not here. He's, yeah, yeah. And so can you afford? But that's because he's. Not, but I, I think in part mentally, I wouldn't say he's checked out. I would say mentally he's not all here because the window is open and he can leave. I think if he's here when the window shuts, I think he focuses up for the rest of the season. But he's at a point now where it's possible that he'll go somewhere, and he doesn't know. He genuinely doesn't know if he's going to be playing here. Well, he might know by now. But he genuinely doesn't know if he's going to be playing here in two weeks or if he's going to be back in Belgium with his kids in two weeks. That's going to fuck your head up. Like We forget that they're humans. We forget that they're actual people. who Like, you don't do a shittier job at work when you and your missus are arguing? Like, they're 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 human beings. But I'm not going to fucking smash someone over a goddamn hammer because I'm mad at somebody. Really? Because I, I, I've never seen you lose your temper at, at, a, at a soccer game. Okay. Well, they, you know, they can't hear you shaking your head no, sarcastically. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's... He's a human being, and it's it's tough, and and he doesn't know whether he's going to be staying. No, here but that's I mean I think that's the point. What what Ben is saying is that if you're not mentally here, are we going to be better with him or without him? We if, are, he, if yeah. he's getting suspended so, every so, other time he's out yeah, there is is a one hundred percent focused Dave Romney better than a sixty five percent focused Van Dam? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, probably not. And I and I like <laughs> okay, Dave I'll, Romney, I'll, buddy. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with you there. I, I think it is because Yellow Von Dom is, is the best you, center back you, in the league yes, when he's you, on his game. When he's on his game, but you can't trust him to play ninety minutes at this point. You I, can't. I'll give you that. I, so, I would always have you have to have a ready to start center back on your bench at all times right now. Ariano, baby. 
<laughs> he is ready to start. I'm not sure. I mean, Ziggy will be joining his buddy Kurt Anolfo in yeah. the unemployment line if he starts starting Hugo Ariano, who I'm a huge fan yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I'm a huge fan, but yeah, he's not. He's not, not close to me. Right. Yeah. I'm telling awesome. you, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, Ashley Cole starting center back. All right. If he makes it through the, through the transfer window. Oh God! All right. Well, don't don't make, I want to kill myself now. <laughs> Shoot myself in the face. Well, don't, we're don't back. We're back that. to negative fucking. Exactly. I'm positive. Podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. Positive. Oh, that's I'm, it. I'm all good. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. Point. You got a quick. I have one? a quick okay, point. Cool. Um. So in last week when we recorded, uh, I said that I thought Anolfo was staying long term. I would like to clear that up. Uh, I thought Anolfo was staying long term based on. I thought Anolfo was staying long-term based on my absolute lack of faith in the people who run this team. I, I You asked me if, if we would have fired Kurt Anolfo. I was like, no, yeah. not, not at all. And you and I spoke about that no on, way our way, on our way home from here. Yeah. My, it was bore entirely out of my lack of faith in Chris Klein, Christopher Klein. I will use his whole name like he's in trouble. Uh, Christopher Klein, and I won't even attempt to say Pete's full name, uh, and Pete Vianus. I didn't think they had the backbone or the fucking stones to fire their friend. And they kept him in charge for twenty games longer than he had any business being. Well, even that, if they just didn't want to admit that they failed, yeah, I think on that point they probably didn't want to fire him. Also, and I, I don't think if I told, I don't know if I told you this part. Um, that statement was bore out of knowing what was going on with Yella, and knowing because in, even in my comment I say we need some stability. If Yella was to leave, and at the time it seemed like Yella might leave before before Kurt would would finally fuck off. I think it's hard press for and and good job on them. It would have been hard press on Klein and Vianus to fire the head coach when the captain and vice captain were actively trying to fuck off back to Europe. That's where that came from. Um, there are there are things that I occasionally hear that I can't talk about, and that's one of those things. And so, it, in, in fairness, it does shade the the things I say here. Um, more often than not, I, I try to leave clues, so please read between the lines. Uh, the best advice I can give is if ever I take a second before I speak, there's probably something decently important in that. Yeah, because you know, Chris, he just fucking blabs, blabs, blabs. Well, so last so week... send him a screenshot of our review, Okay, and he'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I thought that was going to be a yeah. screenshot of something, and I was <laughs> yes. like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> well, it's like last week... Send I... your dick pics to Chris, zero cool, zero cool 138 at gmail.com. Please, God, God no. Uh, no, I mean, I, I said I said last week on the zero show... Zero cool 138 at gmail.com. No. MySpace. Send it to my MySpace. Uh, no, I said I said last week that we might have some money to play with uh, coming off the books for next year. I was directly talking about Ashley Cole and Yellow Vondam. It's uh, it's out now, so I, I can speak about it a little more publicly, but there are occasionally things that I can't say uh, overtly, and those were one of them. So, Or those were two of them, I guess. Um, so, wrong. I'll cop to being wrong. No, That's one thing I will... Actively fucking cop to being wrong about is Kurt Anolfo getting fired. Hey Tucker, um, so who wears the armband then? Uh, if Yellow leaves, yeah, Cole for the rest of the year unless he leaves. <laughs> if he leaves, it goes to Geo. You know it's going to be Geo, right? Yeah. If if it's if it's not Yellow, it's Dude, Cole. G- if it's not Cole, it's Geo. You sound like you got a problem with that, by the way. You should. Geo's not Dude, a leader. He, he's captain Mexico before. I mean, it's not like the guy <laughs> hasn't so? captained anybody. It's not like I mean, and is captain slapping pickle? Exactly. So he could captain him again. Better leader. He doesn't play defense at all. But a better well, leader. you can't. Well, he's like Geo then. Well, I think the problem comes so to. So if, if Ed can captain Slap and Pickle, why can't Geo captain the Galaxy? He can. Geo can. He can, he can do whatever he, he wants to do. He can do. He just, he just called his shot on our third designated player who makes $2 million a year. If anyone was angry about the idea of us going cheaper or, or calling, saying I was speaking bullshit because I said the Galaxy were going cheaper, we had a third designated player spot and the guy makes $2 million a year. 
The guy makes $2 million a year. In a spot where we needed a nine. 10, $11 million a year striker. We needed a Javier Hernandez, whether I wanted him or not. We needed a striker who you could put on the field and have confidence that you could score a goal, and we spent $2 million on Gio's brother. Because there's no forwards anywhere in the world that you could have bought. Scott put it perfectly. Yeah. There's no other forwards. Ever Virginia, in the world. I, I apologize to the audience for starting him on the rant again. No, I'm not I'm not ranting. I'm just, you know, fucking... I just... Know, I, it's, I, it's, <laughs> it's a podcast of, of Galaxy fans. What can I say? We're still we're still in the lightning round, right? <laughs> It's a Galaxy fan podcast. What can I, you know, we... All right. On that yeah, note, um, you guys can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. You can catch Chris. What is your uh, username? Don't send me dick pics. Uh, dick pics, 0cool138 at no, don't listen to him. Also, I watched the Galaxy 2 game. Everyone looks better. Uh, Ziggy picked the lineup for the first half. Bradford Jameson had an outstanding game. Outstanding game. Oh, yeah. If you watched the G2 game, it was basically the... Substitutes bench. It was for the every Galaxy. it was every player who was trying to make it back to the first team. Mindiola needed to have a huge game because we're over one spot for the international uh, player spots, and he was probably the worst of all the players who were on the bubble. Oh, I think he knows where his uh, position is with his team. Well, he's just going to get some. Chris, where can they find you on the socials, man? At zero cool one three eight Instagram, Snapchat, PSN, Facebook, the whole deal. Send Don't send me dick pics. Do not send me dick pics. Don't do it. You can find our producer band at DT Radio Band on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. You can find us on Facebook. Search Riot Squadcast. Please like, share all our stuff. Subscribe. We always subscribe. We we have these Facebook lives, so you know, come join us. Like our page. Go to our um, go to iTunes. Re- review us five stars. Yes, sir. Send Chris a dick pic. Leave us a voicemail at 562-641-5277. That is 562-641-LARS. Send us your voicemails. You know, if you guys listen to the show, we play them all the time. Um, you guys can go to the viewing party this Sunday at, uh, what was it? El Torito <laughs> in Long Beach. God damn this shit. All right, guys. Oh, and um, check our Twitter. We're going to be on another podcast with our friend Dave Klein. Uh, we'll send that guys out um, when we finish it. Send you guys the links and everything like that. Until next week, talk to you later. Start again. Bye. Hi, this is Yellow Van Damme. You listen to Riot Squadcast. <laughs>